Good evening. This is a special news conference called by myself, President Obama. I encourage you, all of you Americans, to listen to the Land Dance Show on LandDanceShow.com and on iTunes. Thank you and God bless America. Welcome back to the Land Dan Show. If that intro sounds familiar, it is because it is a highlight of a previous show. And uh, today's show will be a highlights and best of podcast of the Land Dan Show. All of it. It's going to be cool. Best of everything. Um, And but first of all, how are you doing, Dan? Yeah, from the beginning. I am. uh, You know what? I'm doing good. I just had some ribs, so life's great. Good. You know? Yeah. You know. Those looked good. Yeah. You Thanks know. for the cornbread, by the way. Can <laughs> I have your cornbread? <laughs> yeah. um, oh, shit. Anyhow. Well, good. Uh, my hippie sister just got married yesterday. That's what you were saying. That's awesome. It was w- it was way cool. In the mountains. In the mountains. Mountain? Mountains. Mountain? Way up in Sundance, the very top of the mountain. So beautiful. Very awesome ceremony. Good for those hippies. Yeah. Um, I uh, So I was sort of the host and MC, And so I started off the toast. And um, I, I did a joke first. I was like, uh, okay, so well, first let me tell you a little bit of the backstory of the wedding. Okay. So... My hippie sister getting married to her hippie boyfriend, now hippie husband, previously hippie fiance for a while. Yeah. Um, Really cool guy. I really like him. So there's a mix of hippies and then pretty much the only Mormons there, I think, were my parents and my grandma and my uh, aunts and uncle. Okay. Uh, But anyway, so uh, for the toast, I was like, oh, and so there was a bar there, you know, and yeah. which should be protocol for a wedding, by the way. Right. And very well done uh, yesterday. But anyway, so I was like a a lawyer, a hippie, and a Mormon couple are at a bar at a wedding. <laughs> and I was like, the the lawyer says, you know, is the officiant efficient? And with peace signs as I was talking and like hang loose signs, I was like, the hippie says, thank you guys so much for everyone coming. We are at such a beautiful spot (laughs) here. We can see the moon. You know, thanks for driving your Subarus up here and the shuttle can pick you up. (laughs) And uh, the Mormon couple says, I I just don't know if this is appropriate to have a bar here. (laughs) And I was sort of like looking over at my mom. (laughs) And while I was saying this, and I could hear like this troubled, like fake laugh, <laughs> like as I was saying that to her, but it got a good response. It was, it was funny. <laughs> it was, it was really cool overall. Very cool. Awesome. Well done, M. Um, and kudos to you. Congratulations. Um, now we have had my hippie sister on this show before yep. on a little segment called Words from a Hippie. And uh, here's a little taste of that. Flowers. Peace. Downward dog. 
Namaste, Yoga, Yani, Subarus, Words from a Hippie. It's the head hippie, the hippie executive officer, the H E O. I love it. How's it going? Yes, you, you have reached me in my treehouse. Yes. <laughs> I hope you can uh, maintain downward dog long enough for this conversation. <laughs> well, actually, I'm not even making this up. I just left Dancing Crane and I bought some sage so I can burn it. <laughs> yes. Not I, even kidding. I love the Dancing Crane, though. It really is an awesome place. Oh, it's very zen. Even, you know, I was like five minutes before closing, and and I was like, I'm so sorry. I know you're closing. And they're just like, it is okay. What can I help you find? You get the frequent customer, they'll let you pass. <laughs> oh, like, come on in, Emily. Emily, it's okay. That's awesome. I got you some peacock feathers there. Speaking of not oh, even joking, remember? That's awesome. I love that. That's so cool. You don't have would, them anymore, do you? You can tell the truth. No, I have a curtain of peacock feathers. <laughs> yes. That is awesome. It hangs in the middle. Oh, I appreciate that. So how are you boys doing tonight? Have you have you done some meditating before you started your... We did. We uh, Dan and I released our intentions before we started. You released them uh -huh. into, into the universe? Into the universe. Oh, good. What are your intentions for this evening? We intend to have a fun, hippified podcast. I'm glad you have good intentions. It sounds like, you know, you're off to a good start. Absolutely. So tell me, how's it been going? Oh, good. I'm just uh, acclimating back into um, civilization. I, I was in a slot canyon for about a week, not too long ago. And Is it weird wearing shoes again? Um, yeah, actually, I wanted to throw my shoes into the river, but... That would not be um, leave no trace. <laughs> so, but I, I did. My shoes weren't amazing, and I'll probably lose a couple toenails because we did a lot of hiking. Um, but so yeah, I, I took my shoes off every chance I got. But uh, you'll be happy to know that the, the cacti are in bloom. So wait, let me get this straight. You obviously, as a hippie, hate the man, but not enough to disobey the leave no trace rule. Oh, that's Mother Earth I follow, not the man. Uh, I, I leave no trace because <laughs> I don't want to leave any footprints on Mother Earth. You know. I appreciate that. And I'm glad you clarified that because Dan was a little worried. <laughs> I mean, there are there are rules that we did follow. Um, would you like me to elaborate? Yes, please. Tell me about the trip. Okay. Well, you have to get a permit to this area, but I don't know. I think I might keep it secret because it's so sacred. Um, but it's it's in it's near Escalante, and it is um, 
you end where the Grand Canyon kind of begins, where where, where the river. So it's a tributary of the Colorado River. It, it's a, it's a, one of the smaller rivers that feeds in to the Colorado. And um, so you have to have a permit, and we bought up all the permits for the time that we were there so we wouldn't see very many other people. Oh, okay. And um, since you're in a very long slot canyon, it, it's really, really compact for several days worth of travel. So imagine that, you know, you have to go to the bathroom and you have to do your thing, but you can't dig a hole. You can't get, you can't dig a cat hole. You really with, can't? No, you have That's to part pack of leave it in no and trace. pack it out. Yeah, you, you have to. So you get, we got these, um, these bags that truckers use. <laughs> and we all know that the truckers probably just throw them out the window. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you have to poo into a bag, and then you, like, roll it up, and you seal it up. You know, it's like a little foil bag that has the Ziploc zipper on it. So, um, you know, and our our favorite way of carrying it, I mean, everybody else in the group had their backpacks, and they just had to, like, put them in their backpack somewhere but we had two soldiers we we took our two dogs with us and they had packs so (laughs) (laughs) we made our dogs carry our there is a good use for dogs that's awesome it was was awesome (laughs) um we're actually here with dan's dog tonight it's his birthday the dog's birthday oh how old is he What, what kind of dog is he He's uh four and he's a lab pit. Ooh, oh, oh, yeah. that's a cutie pie. Have you cute. ever, Dan? Have you ever had him carry your feces? Mm-hmm. No, but I have carried his feces. No, that's true. <laughs> Any you, good owner has already done that. You gotta have. You gotta make him pay it forward now. I guess so. Give him yours. <laughs> I guess I should. So, did anyone have their hand cut off into a nub, or were you Aaron Rolfston free? Oh, yeah. We, nobody had to cut their arms off to get out of any tight spots. <laughs> what did you do with the dogs, though, in, in, like, tight spots? Like, aren't there spots where you have to repel only, or, or no? Yes, that's true. We, we, have, we did that part of the, of the canyon, but um, my fiancé, David, took his dogs, or took our dogs around, um, through a different canyon, and they met us at the end of the day. Oh, okay. In fact, you'll like this one. And we, um, it was our bachelor bachelorette party, and um, so he went one day, one way, and I went the other, and we met at the confluence of the two rivers. Oh my, yes. <laughs> it was very romantic. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't oh, know what oh. confluence means, but that sounds very hippie romantic. Well, let me explain it to you. I went down one river. He went down another river. And where the two rivers met, we united. <laughs> yes, as one. Or as four, if you count the dogs, too. Is it four? How many dogs? Two. Two dogs. Oh, yeah, so you united as well, three, I guess. That's if, true. If you yeah. and David are one and then the two dogs. <laughs> or do the dogs unite as well? So you're really united as well, two. Well, if you've seen my dogs, and they are brothers, but they are Humpty brothers. Yes, one of them is 
doesn't know that. I mean, that's just what he does. He humps his brother. Um. So. Now I don't mean to be controversial here, but true or false, do you have a Subaru? Well, it it was true at one time, <laughs> and um, if if I was still a dirtbag all by myself, I would have that Subaru. Um, but <laughs> but uh, my my sweetheart got me a new car, and. As a result, I was able to give my Subaru to a less, to a somebody, a friend who could really use it, and he's really using it. A new hippie on the scene. Did you have yeah. to? Did he have to pass a series of? Did you have to like ask him what his mantra was before you would give him the car? Well, I knew him. He he passes the, the test already. He's a vegetarian. Of course. Um, uh huh. Yeah. And um, he does energy work and massage therapy. And um, he also has a large crystal collection. Okay. And uh, I'm sure he can tell you all about that. But he, does, he's, he's bona fide. Is he one of the crystal people? You remember when we went to Reading, by the way? And there was, yeah. what was that? The There was a group of hippies there that, Pray to the crystals, or what? Do you remember what that was? Yes, I do. It, well, we were there during the Rainbow Gathering. Well, yes. the Rainbow Gathering came to Mount Shasta, which a lot of people think that that mountain is very magical, which it is. But there are like two different um, religions that meet there. Um, one of them is the Lemurians. Yeah, that sounds right. That sounds right. If I remember right, they worship color, and um, they uh, there's another group, and I can't remember what they're called, but they believe that the that when a lenticular cloud forms, which is a cloud that kind of looks like the rings of Saturn that are circling around the top of the the mountain, which is a volcano, you know. They believe that this, when those lenticular clouds form, a spaceship is able to come down from, you know, space and and go into the heart of the mountain where it drops aliens off <laughs> and it picks up people that are living in the mountain. And I guess the people that live in the mountain are, like, tall, really tall and skinny, and then some other ones are, like, short and dwarf-like. Because there's no meat on the mountains. I mean, yeah, they gotta deliver meat every once in a while. And and people like make a pilgrimage here, right? Oh, during well, this, yeah, people live there and they're all the time. Like, we there was a lenticular cloud that formed right after we left, and um, our family members sent us a picture of it. So little did you know that a spaceship landed not long after we left. Yes. Hey, how awesome was going there and we snuck (laughs) off to the liquor store. Oh, jeez. Yes. Oh, that was one of our... (laughs) you remember that? Well, I'll tell you what. I remember part of it and then I don't remember a lot of it. And then I came to again when 
we were in the middle of dinner, and I was <laughs> laughing my head off, and I wouldn't eat my food. We were making fun of Brittany. Uh, so, uh, Emily's a twin, by the way. Right. Okay, and... Brittany was giving us a hard time. She's like, what's going on with you guys? And I kept doing, like, the Star Trek thing. Like, she's a nerd. Like, quit giving us a hard time. And, Im, you took a picture of me doing the Star Trek thing to Brittany. Do you remember that and or have that? I think I, yes, I think I have. I have a copy of that, and it is so funny. Yeah, that's about the last thing I remember, and it was still light. And then the next thing I remember, it was dark, and we're with the whole family at dinner. And um, somehow I got away with the fact that I, I told mom and dad that I had taken one too many painkillers. Yeah, I, was... I remember that. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, see, that's that's why you got to be real careful. Even just one can get you real loopy. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day I was so hungover I couldn't even walk. And we had to go on a hike. Remember that? Like, <laughs> yeah. We had to hike all the way up to, to the that waterfall. waterfall. That was really beautiful. We're talking about it Redding, was. California, by the way, Northern Cali. Really, really pretty. Yeah, and we I stayed guess. at this awesome chateau. Chalet. Oh, or chalet, excuse me. Yeah, chalet. Yes. We we like to do hippie things in the mountains. Even you do. Yeah. Hey, like I've said it before. I'm part hippie, and I'm not. And I'm not ashamed. Good for you. Yeah. So I just, I I would like to, you know, kind of bring it back to you boys. Okay, um, please. Just wondering how you started your day and what, what kind of, you know, energy that you, you're bringing into this podcast today. Okay, I think let's start with Dan. He, he started off pretty well because it's his dog's birthday, but Dan, you, you go first. My day, my day was wonderful. It, uh, I woke up and I gave my dog a big hug and told him it was his birthday because he's too stupid to know the calendar. <laughs> and and then, uh, then I just kind of hung out outside and stared at the sun and listened to the wind and the birds chirp. <laughs> oh, see, you know... Yeah, you know what it's all about. Oh yeah, <laughs> I released my intentions um, during uh, Katasana this morning. <laughs> oh, were you doing Ut Katasana? Ut Katasana, excuse me. The phone must have cut out. You probably heard me just saying Katasana. So I did a little hot yoga this morning. There's 26 poses, whatever, whatever. I don't want to brag, but um, so doing some Bikram and it was good. I watched the movie, The Rocker, um, which is really funny, by the way. And uh, usually I volunteer to mow our parents' lawn. Oh, you're a good boy. And by volunteer, I mean they pay me to do it, but I am so reluctant because I hate mowing that fucking lawn because we have the shittiest lawnmower in a huge backyard. Oh, first world problem. Yep, exactly. Hey, I wanted to yeah. ask you about this because I have a theory. Do you think third world problems, like, do you think in, like, sub-Saharan Africa, their Twitter is, like, is like a field and like they had to 
a third world problem is like killing a lion that's chasing after you on your way to your dirt floor school. Exactly. And their Twitter is like spelling it in blood. Like they do the pound sign like late to school and they they use like tiger blood in a field. Said pound sign late to school. Tiger's blood. Yeah. And then then Charlie Sheen retweets it. (laughs) (laughs) Winning. Oh boy. Anyway, I know you have a uh, free-flowing and busy life. I want to thank you very much for this Words from a Hippie segment. There will be more. Oh, good. I'll have to, I'll, I'll have to meditate on my, our next session together. Yes, please. Thank you for bringing me into your evening. It's been enlightening. Hey, thank you, Duder, and as always, namaste. Namaste. <laughs> namaste you hippie <laughs> gotta love words from a hippie a that that That's segment will be back one of the best yep loving it like mcdonald's um another guest whom we loved yep. was jeremy finlay wonderful very nice uh singer songwriter and uh not only did we uh showcase his album called the what was it called the something project yep album in a day yeah he had an album in a day and uh the uh dominican sessions dominican sessions yeah that's right um and that was very cool and i'm sorry i forgot it for a sec that's that, okay. it was really nice but we also did our own little songs we're fond of singing here we haven't done a karaoke for a little while oh. uh but we we got to this sing our own little songs oh this is beyond this is this is better um, so this is us and Jeremy Finlay. I think that's fair, a fair assessment. Part Jack Johnson, part oh, yeah. old school singer, almost uh, like, oh, who's a good, talking about like Rat Pack style? Almost like, Rat Pack, Dean Martin. You just put words in my mouth now. Yeah. Dude, I'll take it. I, I will take that. Dean Martin is my favorite one in the Rat Pack. I claim Dino. Who would you be in the Rat Pack? I think Frankie. I think Daniels. I'd be Frankie. Frankie. Who's, Who's the third one? Of the boards? Who's the third one? Sammy Davis Jr. All right, I'll take That's it. That's racist that you didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the black guy? <laughs> What's he doing in here? <laughs> uh, you you should. Hey, you know what? You can repent to your black listeners by coming up with a song yeah. about a black person now. All right. Or about Sammy Davis Jr. Really We're going live be. right now. Okay. Guitar really? No get that guitar out. We'll be right back. He's going to get his guitar out And for can you. I start doing some fake words to it at, at the beginning? Yes, please. We'll, we'll come into it together. Okay. We'll be right back. Well, hello. This here is Morgan Freeman. And whether you're listening to this in your room or house... Your farm, somewhere in the meadow, where a long time ago you had to go. You're listening to Jeremy Finlay. Yes, you heard me. Listening is a priority. I will see you later. Enjoy, Jeremy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All my favorite people. They are able to sound much better than me. 
like Sammy Davis Jr. He's got the voice like a brother. I wish he could be my brother. Oh, wait, from another mother. Black people are my favorite kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sorry. Second verse. Okay. All right. About Morgan Freeman. Or maybe I'll just say the words as you play. Andy, I know that you're out there. I know you're listening. I know you got away. I'm proud of you, Andy. And also, Mr. Wayne, I proudly work for you. <laughs> I gotta go now. I'm gonna bring in Christopher Walken. Goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Martin Luther King. Oh, he's done so much for the people who need him most. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, Barack Obama. Let's talk about him. Good evening. We got Barack Obama in the house. God bless America and God bless Jeremy. Thank you, Mr. President. You know, I've got nothing but respect. Give me a pound. <laughs> Rocks. Coming right up. Here we go. Black people are my favorite kind of people. That was a pound for America. America. I don't say Merka. Merka. I believe that fish and women can coexist peacefully. <laughs> what the hell was that? What the that fuck? <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? I mean, I, I mean are you kidding me? came out of like. Hey, that came out of the real president's mouth, so. That was a great podcast. That was so awesome. Loved having him in here. We gotta get him back soon. Let's do. Um, In fact, we liked him so much that we're gonna play another little excerpt from when Jeremy was here. Well, now. I don't know too much about the internet, but I wrote down a little something, and this is it. I really hate when I talk over you. I'm sorry, Jeremy. Facebook, can't you suck my big old cock? I'll tell you why, yeah. Don't you hate when you hit up a girl when she's walking away from the face that you talk to and she says, what'd she say? Hey, hit me up on Facebook. And I'm like, well, I, I mean. Uh, Add me as a friend, Jeremy. I, well, I, you can poke me, I mean, but oh, only okay. on Facebook. I'll poke you on Facebook, but then again we move a little closer. 
I could put you in one of my friends' lists, like a, there's a star category. Can I be in your network? Can I be part your favorite friends list? Well, I'd have to give you my Facebook password. Ooh. <laughs> but don't look at my messages, Jeremy. Oh, why promise? I, well, I, I can't promise anything. I'm sorry. Well, I don't know if we're Facebook official yet, Jeremy. Oh, okay, well. Let me take out my phone. Let me open the Facebook app that I open literally 72 times a day. Don't we all? <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? Okay, moving on. And I'll search for your name and I'll see that we've got mutual friends. Tag me. I'll, <laughs> I'll tag you in a post. Tag me, Jeremy. Tag you up against my post. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have like seven mutual friends. I'll try to make good conversation by saying, hey, you know Fred, that one guy? Yeah, he's my friend too. He doesn't have a mustache anymore. I saw on Facebook two weeks ago, he shaved it off. I saw that too. It was really funny, right? Oh yeah, totally worth having 4G speed for <laughs> to see whether or not you have mustaches or eyebrows. Sometimes they shave them as practical jokes. Ha 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 Appreciate it, Jeremy. Oh, but I. I bless you. I told you you could shave one thing of mine, and you picked my fucking eyebrows. <laughs> I love a bush. I love a good bush. So I shaved the back. Uh, <laughs> no respect at all. Daniel, what do you have to say? Fuck Facebook. Facebook. Yeah. Still gonna log on tonight. And if you hear this about Facebook, if you hear this podcast from Facebook, that's okay. This hour of the Land Dan Show podcast is brought to you by Video Games for Starving Children, a local nonprofit organization. I don't always know where my next meal is coming from, or when, so it's really nice just to get on Xbox Live and tune out my aching stomach and my emaciated jaw structure. Whenever I get a 20 kill streak on COD, I just forget about how hungry I am and live in the moment. The Sims is better than my real life. I'd rather live there, and with your help, I can. For just two payments of $39.99, you can send a video game to a starving child. But if you call within the next 10 minutes, we'll also send a second remote control so one of their starving friends can play too. Call 1-800-STARVING-REMOTE. That's 1-800-STARVING-REMOTE or visit LandDanShow.com. This next segment here uh, was on the episode with Danny Nappy. 
It was the Land Dan Danny show. Yes, sir. He was a cool guy, huh? He is a cool guy. He he was and is. Yeah. Really cool, really funny. Um now if you recall, we when he first came on, we talked about um his uh luck with the ladies, etc. Yeah. And we made a like slogan like you've just been napified. Like that he would tell girls that after he went on a date or something. And so progress report if you heard a couple podcasts after that, um, we had some business cards made that say uh, you've been napified and it's like a hand with like the light of God right. like beaming down. <laughs> anyway, uh, we prank called one of his friends who he told us would always prank call him and his other friends. So justice was uh, served, you know, getting that guy back anyway. Listen in on this prank call. Christopher Walken uh, trying to get a security system. Hello? Hello. Is this Cody? Yeah, who's this? It's, my name's Chris. I want to tell you, I had one of your associates knock on my door I got a house in Park City, you know, Sundance, all that. Anyway, I need a new security system, and I was told you're the boss man of the job, and I need you. <laughs> Hello? Cody? Are you with yeah. me? Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you now. I have to know, is your... Security alarm system going to be adequate. I've had some other, you know, appraisals, other jobs, Vivint, and some other places came here. You know, the, the people with the blue stop signs, they tried to get me here. But one of your people, they, they told me I could call you. I said, I want to talk to the main guy. And he said, yeah, that's okay. Go ahead and call him. So I'm calling you, and I need to know, do you have trip wire? You have what? You're you have out there. trip wire. I need some sort of booby traps on my property, some sort of trip wire or a trap door. I don't know what you do. Um, let me find out. We got... We got... Sure I thought you were you. the man. I called you because you're the guy. They said, hey, yeah. <laughs> Cody's the man. So go ahead. Okay. Yeah, let me get uh, the main guy who does most of the sales, Brad. Let me get you his number. Well, Cody, I need you. They said, hey, ignore the guy with, with the blue stop signs, the blue octagons. You need to call Cody. I need some sort of trap door or something with a, a, a sharp stick. If you, you know, maybe if you press the doorbell, you fall onto a punji stick. Do you do those? Oh, for sure. I can do that for sure. Okay. I need about five or seven of those punji sticks around the property. Oh, let's do it. Where are you located? I'm in Park City. I got a place. Here for Sundance. Okay. It's all right. You you may know uh Michael Jordan, he's a basketball player. I don't watch yeah. sports very much. He has a place down here, a summer house. 
I'm sort of right next door. So I'm going to need about five punji sticks and two trap doors. What? In the way of trap doors, what do you offer there? Trap doors? Yes. Oh, we just had to bid it out. I had to look at the place. You can just go to Lowe's and get some stuff. Wow, I need you, Cody. I need about a 10-foot underground punji stick place where if you ring the doorbell, I hate people who ring my doorbell, especially at night after 4 p.m. I'm trying to eat supper, Cody, you know. And so I need the punji sticks. Do you offer a moat? I need a moat if possible. Uh huh. Yeah, we had to get some people to dig it, but we could do it. Okay, and and do you offer the live alligators? No, I mean, you could find them. Well, I could use even a dead one. Most people won't know if they see an alligator. Yeah. They'll first of all they'll say, "Hey, it's a crocodile," but really, it's an alligator. They don't uh, you know. You want hippo? You really don't want the alligators anymore. You want hippos? That's what most of them people use. Really? Yeah. So. I hear the horns are very deadly. Is that true? The horn? The rhino horn. It's so... No hippos, not rhinos. Well, yes, the hippo. I bought... I used a hippo. I bought a hippo... I I bought a hippo horn on the black market. It was $8,200. I thought, hey, why don't you just charge me $8,000 flat? But no. 82. No, no they made me pay the extra too. I said, hey, like a good deal. I got jobs. You know, I can maybe pay the extra too. So yeah, it was okay. Like so maybe if I could just get the horn itself, and when you ring the doorbell, it comes and maybe gets you. It's on a string. Maybe if you could get a rhino string. And get you right in the forehead, or if you got a big face, maybe a five head, and gets you right there, you know. Yeah. How do I get this installed? Well, I understand it's hotter in the snow. No, it's fine. I mean, most of our stuff, we're just going to need some up front, more up front than in the back end. Okay, I'll pay you what they made me pay for the horn. I'll give you 8200 Okay. What would that give me then? Uh, that would get someone up there to look at it. How many punji sticks can I get for 8200 That's what I want to know. It depends what kind of wood you want it made out of. Balsa? Huh? I need the balsa wood. Balsa wood? What yeah. color? Uh, brown. Brown? Light brown? Either brown or a lime green. I'm trying to keep an atmosphere here. Time will probably sort change of a, the lime green a new Mexico weather. look. Yeah, over time will probably change to the lime green because of the weather here. Okay, what about spray paint? Do you charge for the spray paint? Um, I, no, most times you throw that in. I have eight <laughs> gallons of spray paint here. So, if, you, if you're willing to use it, if you're willing to help out at all, too, that'll take I even have no. a rhino color spray paint. I bought it in the Amazon. Not the okay. actual place, but on the internet. Amazon, I bought it yeah. off Amazon. That's a good place. So. Let's meet up. 
Okay, I need you to come up. Just go ahead and uh, need you to come up to 1345 Lowell Avenue. It's in Park City. Now, Cody, do you need me to give you the zip code? No, I've got the zip code. I can find the zip code. It's 84060. Sometimes I say O, and sometimes I say zero. It's crazy. <laughs> it is crazy. It's sometimes, cr- I'll type, sometimes I'll type all that, too. I'll do like a zero, and I'm trying to do an O. It's weird. It's very weird. I think it's like more common than you think. No, it's very rare. Well, sounds good, then. I'm excited. Okay, so maybe at dawn tomorrow you come here, we talk about punji sticks. Yeah, I mean, or you can meet me at Lowell's if we want to go through each of the sticks. No, just just meet me here at dawn. Or either, Cody, you tell me, would you rather meet at dawn or dusk? Either way, I'm fine. Well, I don't want to bring the sticks up and you not be happy with them, so I prefer to meet me at Lowell's. Okay, tell me what aisle. I need you to be very clear here. Because when I go in the lows and I try to improve my home improvement, I often get lost in the aisles. Tell me what aisle and I'll be there. I've got to grab some things in the electrical aisle. I think it's like 13. Aisle 13. 13. Uh, aisle okay. 13, about two-thirds. Down the aisle towards the, the west side right there in Bountiful. And tell me what kind of shirt you'll be wearing. I'll tell my people to watch for you. Uh, well, it's not going to be you there? Well, it'll be me. Okay. I don't yeah, have so good eyes. You're the decision maker, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so I don't, it'll be best if you're there. I'm going to wear gray corduroys. And maybe a red or a blue shirt. I'll be there in 13, maybe two-thirds, maybe three-fourths down the aisle. I'm not very good with fractions. I'll be on some blue jeans with some Nike running shoes. Okay. I'll be doing jumping jacks, so you'll know it's me. I'll be doing jumping jacks in the aisle. Okay. Okay. I like it. You sound like you're very fit. Thank you. I'm very fit. Very fit. I like it. Well, I'll see you tomorrow at 7 then. Tomorrow at 7 it is. Do you want to do, can we do earlier than 7? Yeah, we can do 6.45. Perfect. Sounds great. I'll see you there. You have a great day. You too. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Great. This next little bit uh, is sort of a favorite of mine. It's Dirty Gandalf. I always want I always imagine what Gandalf would say if he was like dirty, you know, and you know, stuff that he's not able to say on the Lord of the Rings movies. And uh this is Dirty Gandalf in the Miss Utah Mr. Landon Sir Ian podcast. We're live, Gandalf. Hello. Yes. This is I, Gandalf the Grey. I just wanted to say I'm very grateful to appear on your show. Again. The very prestigious Landan show. Listened to by over 70,000 people. Congratulations on your listenership. Thanks a lot, Gandalf. 
Your listeners must have the ears of a hobbit. They do, kind of. They're large and means, they travel but... within tunnels and they sort of burrow and they talk to their friends and they eat multiple meals I'd... and they say hello and we spin plates and do all sorts of weird habits for hobbits. <laughs> Hobbit habits? Habits for hobbits. It's part of my two-part book, which you can find on Amazon.com. Amazon? .co.uk, because you know I'm from, you know, Middle Earth. Is that UK? Oh, yes. <laughs> All right. Gandalf. Oh, yes. I've got a question for you. Okay. Have you ever cut your hair? Oh, no. Once, one time, about 328 years ago, I did cast a spell on my beard, and it turned it black. And in fact, that was the origin for Rogaine. I invented it. <laughs> you invented Rogaine? Oh, yes. But I had to make it work for the humans, you see, because yeah. you can't always, you know, flash a wand here and then have it go dark as, you know, OJ or whatever you say. I don't know. You know. <laughs> you don't know you know, huh? Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> God. All right, well. No, you can just call me Gandalf. How many meters is your staff? It's about 3.14. Meters? Oh, yes. That's a big staff. Thank you. <laughs> I don't let everyone see it, you see. Well, I don't want to see it. It's very just... important to a wizard. You can't just show everyone your staff. <laughs> but sometimes when I'm at the bar, I'll tell these drunk bitches, I'll say... Why don't you come over here and touch my staff? You know. And what what's their reaction? Well, they say, oh, yes, you know. I'll, I look at it as a second breakfast and all that, you know. <laughs> I call that. I tell them, I tell them, why don't you go down to Middle Earth and look around, you know, and see if they see any staffs. <laughs> Looking around at attention. All right. Gandalf, do they yes. have liquor in Middle Earth? Middle Earth? Middle Earth. Middle Earth. Well, you know, the scary thing about Middle Earth is that they is basically where orcs and hobbits have mixed. They call it Middle Earth. And you know what they say. They, they do like to drink and if you've seen the opening for the hobbit it opens in a cloud of smoke so gandalf yes tell me about your powers what would you like to know well what what kind of powers do you have first of all i can control metal <laughs> your magneto well it's sort of they don't really delve into that in the Lord of the Rings, but yes, it is true. The ring is metal, I guess. The ring is very metal. It's made by the elvish souls of Thoron over 700 years ago. Huh. Oh, yes. And sort of other powers. I what can else? make my staff be as rigid as the elvish steel from Thoron forged in the forest of Northendir. All right. 
I think I'm in. <laughs> it's getting a little sexual in here, so oh, I'm gonna no. have to let you Keep go. Keep it going. No. No, I insist. No more. Please, more. No more. Oh yes. No. Oh yes. Gandalf, one he's, more. He's getting off on this. Let me give you my spell. Okay, one more question, I guess. Okay. Um, Gandalf, what is your real name? Well, I have quite a few. A Lorin and a Lorin. Mithrandir, Stormcrow, Grey, Pilgrim, Thankin, Grey, Fool, Gandalf the Grey, Last Spell in Canis, All Up in Yainis, <laughs> Dr. Gandalf. One of your names more. is All Up in the Anus. All Up in the Anus. <laughs> I don't appreciate your laughter. Oh, there's been a lot of rumors. It's only funny because there's a lot of rumors out there that um, Gandalf is uh, homosexual. Oh, no. No? Well, not in some He's always way. trying to pass out his staff. Well... Let's just say I accompanied Frodo with the last riding of the Keepers of the Ring. <laughs> All right, Gandalf. So I did indeed sail over we're the gonna, sea. We're going to get you the but hell I out of here. But I don't. Shh. See you later. Okay. I'm getting tired. Good. I'll see you later, bitches. I don't know who you are, but if you're looking for the Landon show, then you've found the right place. If you're not looking for it, I will find you, and I will kill you. That is my promise. That is why I've developed these skills. Now, listen to the Landon show. This uh, next one is my personal favorite. It's really? A, it's a prank phone call to Carl Malone Toyota as Landon being uh, Carl Malone. Carl Malone. Carl Malone, number 32. <laughs> um, this is good. It's, it's wonderful. So it starts out, well, I guess we'll just let you hear it. Thank you for calling Carl Malone Toyota Sion. Hey, major, your call. Hey, is uh, Andy there? I'm sorry, what was that? Is Andy Manson there? He actually is not in today. Can I take a message from him? Well, you tell him his boss, Carl Malone, just calling. And, uh, oh, okay. How y'all doing? Who this? Huh? Who is this? Shalene, the front desk. Okay, hello, Shalene. How are y'all doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing good. I'm back in town. And, uh, oh, good. I'm looking for Andy. I need a I need a Sequoia. Okay. Um John Mays here. Oh no, John Mays not here. Sorry. Okay, what about you, Shalene? Can y'all get me a Sequoia? I just need to go and I need a new truck to show up in. Okay. Um let me transfer over to Jim Clayton. How about that? Okay, that's fine. All right, one moment please. Okay. Um, you can even Jim? Jim? Hello, Zeth. This is Jim. 
Hello, Jim. This here is your boss, Kamala. How y'all doing? Uh, fantastic. Good, Jim. I was looking for Andy, and uh, apparently he left. Who knows what kind of hours y'all working? He's got really comfortable hours. <laughs> I guess so. That's all right, though, Jim. How are y'all doing in there? Uh, we are doing fantastic. That's good it's to hear. It's a beautiful day here. Pardon me? It's good to hear. And it is a beautiful day. And, uh, you know, I'm back in town. And uh, I just, I need a Sequoia to ride in. Do y'all have some t Sequoias in stock right now? Now, who exactly is this? This here is Carl Malone. Y'all may have heard my name. <laughs> well, sure. Yeah, sure, Carl. Well, you own the place, so you can most certainly have anything you'd like. That's what I figured. I need a 2013 Toyota Sequoia, and I'm going to a movie premiere. Have you ever been down to the Broadway? It's one of my wife's favorite. Those hippies, those independent. What, one of your places. wives? How many wives do you? How many wives do you have? Well, y'all know I only have one wife. I'm saying it's my wife's is one of her favorite places. Is a Broadway downtown. And uh, this I, is beautiful. And I'm riding around in a 2012, and I don't like it at all. I need a 2013 Toyota Sequoia. Well, you know, so how I, did you get into town this time, Carl? I feel old enough already. I don't need a 2012. Come along, need a next year car to show up there at the movie premiere. And I came in town, you know, the plane. What do you mean, how did Carl Malone come in town? Carl Malone in town already. <laughs> you know how it is, Jim. I, you know, I most certainly do. <laughs> well, so how soon are you gonna be, how soon are you gonna be here, and I'll have this thing pulled around front for you. Well, I'll be there about eight forty-five. I know y'all close at nine. Oh no, we stay open as late as we need. Well, I respect 10, that. 11, 12. Well, good. I'm gonna be there. Town, we. I'm going to be there at midnight 30 then. No, okay, I'm this would be. Just kidding, Jim. I'll still be there in about an hour. Okay, so you'll be here within the hour? I'll be there within an hour. Not the hour, but probably an. Kamalong still respect the conjunctions with an, but probably not the hour. Okay, perfect. Not a, not a problem. We'll have. And what color did you want this week? Y'all have a gray? We do have that's that's different. That's never been the, your choice. What's going no, on? No, well, the wife is trying this movie here, and she wants a gray car. It's some sort of film noir, and you know they do a lot of black and white and gray colors in the film. And so she says, "Hey, Carl, y'all need a gray car." And I said, "I said, beloved wife, that's all right then." So I'll be there soon, Jim. I'll see you later, all right? All right. All right. We'll be waiting for you, sir. All right. Thank you much. I'll see you soon. Thank you. 32 out. Well, ladies and gents, Jews and Gentiles, brothers and sisters, that is the best of the Land End Show. We had to uh, cull through quite a bit of stuff 
Um, that may just turn out to be the best of part one. There's actually yeah. a bunch There's more so stuff. There's so much more we're we gonna, can put in there. Yep. And uh, you'll see that in uh, more podcasts to come. But in the meantime, please, A, listen to this show. Tell a friend about this show. Comment, rate, review. And you know what? Why not donate so we can keep this podcast going? You like hearing it, we hope, and we love doing it. So like, listen, comment, donate, share, tell a friend about The Land End Show at thelandandshow.com and on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, brought to you by Video Games for Starving Children, IDiv Utah, and thenorthface.com. <laughs>